Mala! Yuck Mala! Welcome back, my friends, to the Cult Film Showdown. I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and I am and I am joyful, joyful today to be to be with my friends to talk about some movies. My friends, my friends, Nick Boxer. Greetings and salutations. We got the incredible Hulk in the house. I am so excited to talk about this movie. All right. And and James Cotta, are you? I'm I am thrilled to be here, ready to talk about uh I don't know another character Lou Ferrigno played. So <laughs> the incredible <laughs> All right. Just that and Hercules. Yeah. Jack, bad or something too. Jack Hall, you must know. Uh oh, I wasn't listening. I was thinking about you called me a friend and I think of you as an associate. An associate, huh? Oh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. That's fine. You know, you can think of me as, a, as an associate. It's okay. But uh, okay. Anyways, um, so you the movie could have gone with a Jason coworker. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's or a little well, closer. Sure. Yeah, well, sure. Uh, you know, occasional, occasional um, word, word bantery person. But uh, all right, Hercules is the movie. Nineteen eighty-three is the year, and. Sybil Danning is, you know, somewhat in this movie. And Sybil Danning is the reason that we are here this season, to talk about Sybil Danning and her wonderful talents. And eventually, the goal is to see her naked, which, of course, we still haven't done, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get there eventually. We haven't, but you, ha- you say she's somewhat in this movie. The top of her dress is also somewhat in this movie. Yeah. So it, but... it is amazing that she was in this movie, wore that dress like that, and we never saw Areola. It is unbelievable. Talk about skirting the line. I was looking for her too because <laughs> <laughs> it was going to happen. It, uh, I honestly had a moment where I thought Areola was one of the Greek goddesses. Yes, the story. I know, I know totally. <laughs> like Areola, was she the one that, that Hercules fell in love with? Oh <laughs> uh, yes, Cassiopeia, Areola, all the same thing. But. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, Sybil Denning is our season, Hercules is our movie, and Nick Boxer is our explainer of said movie. Pass. <laughs> we give you one job, man. All you gotta do is one job. Did, did, did that not work? <laughs> the- I mean, you don't really know how they... much we count on you to explain these to us. There should oh. be there's notes of this, isn't there? <laughs> All right. It starts at the beginning of time, and it explains the <laughs> it's true the creation of the universe. And there's gods, although we only see three of them, Hera, uh, Athena, and Zeus. And they live on the moon. And there's man down on Earth that they feel some sort of responsibility for. But they also know that there's evil on Earth. So Zeus decides, you know, evil is a bad thing. We should probably help him out a little bit, but we can't help him too much. So they sort of collectively decide that one man should be gained power. So not to be overwhelmed by evil. So he blesses one kid and it's the son of the king. But unlike the greek myth that he doesn't go down and like do it with a swan which would have been actually like make more sense because Hera doesn't like this kid for some reason i never got her motivation uh for for anything she does in this movie but whatever um this kid is hercules there's this evil king midas who comes in and there's a coup kills the king and the queen and for some reason, the baby is Moses Moses is away down the river. <laughs> That's all Greek. Yeah, that Moses stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's raised by farmers, unbeknownst to him that he's a king's son. Um, but Hera still doesn't like him, so she six Midas and Midas's flunky god, god of science, against her, uh, uh, against him and his family. You know, there's a couple trials, and, you know, Herc survives fine, the first two, but the parents don't. And so Herc decides, you know, there's nothing 
nothing here at the farm anymore, so I'm going to go out and seek my fortune. He goes off to another kingdom, and the king is auditioning for bodyguards for his daughter, Cassiopeia. You know, and Herc just, like, you know, accomplishes a couple tasks, only one of which, like, is one of the 12 later labors, but that doesn't really matter. Um, and he falls in love with Cassiopeia. But before he can start his official royal duties, she's whisked away, but, you know, by uh, Hera and uh, Sybil Danning, who's King Midas's like, number two gal or something. I have no Daughter. idea. Um, so Herc goes off in a quest, and he has to do some more quests. It's sort of like a fetch quest thing. He does a quest. He gets a little piece of puddle, puzzle to catch up with Cassiopeia. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but all the, all the tasks are kind of awesome. And then they finally catch up in Atlantis with King Midas and uh, Sybil Danning. Uh, he fights the Phoenix, and they live happily ever after, as far as I'm concerned. I just, I just want to clarify oh. that that's not King Midas, that's King Minos. Okay, so that My, is Midas is the, <laughs> Midas is the king of mufflers. <laughs> yes, just just because I, Midas ultimately is, that the is king a, that in Greek mythology. Should he have had a Minotaur? Is that the guy? That actually feels like the guy. Yes, he should have had a Minotaur because yeah, he and, does and, have. I, I can't. Uh, I mean, he could, Herc fights a whole lot of cool monsters and stuff, but they're never from the Hercules story, other than the cleaning of the stables. Yeah, there's not actually a lot taken from mytho- from the actual Greek mythology, of course, for sure. I mean, well, you know, the, it, there's some from the Iliad, which I mean is not mythology, but it's Greek. They 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 kind of take a whole bunch of legends and put them on shuffle for <laughs> yeah. this yeah. film because there's there's Jason and the Argonauts. There's as you mentioned Moses. There's a goodly amount of Superman. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> They want this to be Superman. That's what yeah. I was thinking. The opening feels like Superman. Yeah. Uh, you know, they yeah. want this. I it's it's so Star much Wars, science fiction. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, That's what I, mean, I was uh, thinking, Star Wars, yeah. Well, you, know, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to – we don't often use profanity on this show, but I'm going to say fuck you, Joseph Campbell, because this is really Joseph <laughs> Campbell's fault, this whole thing. <laughs> Joseph Campbell writes a book which, uh, which you know – pushes together a whole bunch of different legends and uh, glosses over the parts where they're different and says they're all basically the same. And then the filmmakers get a hold of this book and they're like, well, then it's not stealing if we take it directly from his book because he, you know, he said these are in everything. So, yeah, the Moses story ends up in Hercules and the, the, uh, the, you know, Luke Skywalker leave, like leaving at the smoking remains of, uh, Uncle Owen um, <laughs> goes into this. And <laughs> yeah, I actually I didn't even get that one. I saw, I mean, I saw oh, the yeah. lightsaber battle at the end. And, it's you know they fly I mean, through space occasionally. It's I mean this is like very much built on Campbell's structure of the you know you have the you have need the special birth, and then you need to be called to action and you need to say no, and then you're pushed to leave home, and uh, you know and then the other stuff happens. And then you have a lightsaber battle just like happened in every other. <laughs> just like Jesus. <laughs> just like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, isn't it more, more sort of, you're expecting a sword and sandal movie, but it does feel more like a, a science fiction movie. Like that's really, really strange. Is it just me or did you guys feel that as well? Starting with them on the moon kind of sets <laughs> that weird tone. Yeah. Like why they're on the moon. Like why, and why it's important that they're on the moon. Because it's not like anyone else goes there. Like, they're just on the moon. <laughs> and, and, like, I, I don't really understand from a godly perspective of, like, you know, we want to live someplace. Well, let's choose the uninhabitable, you know, globe that circles the Earth. Not the Earth itself, which looks habitable. You know, at, I guess. I mean, they were they were conceived after the the original conception of the universe but yeah so i mean <laughs> you know, time time's a little fuzzy a little fuzzy in this movie uh, you know it's it's definitely it's one of those cases where this feels like flash gordon without the cool soundtrack yeah so the you know zeus and stuff like that you're talking about there on the moon where were the uh the people that were the science people located 
Yeah. Like next door neighbors. Yeah, um, that's what I felt. Like okay. Yeah, De- Daedalus and uh, and and whoever the dude was who was supposed to be who he's, talks about how awesome science is and then does nothing but use magic. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. This time, it's like you're clearly <laughs> using magic, and yet you're talking about science. I did not understand that. But wasn't Daedalus a god, and she was all pissed off that they're worshiping gods? She's the god of technology. According to this movie, well, no, she was she was like because Minos was is a science guy, and but he's just like, well, I need to occasionally curry favor with with Hera, you know, just in case kind of thing. Like like, he, so like he's doubling wasn't down. Pissed off that he was using uh, magic, she was just egging him on. I I think she was more just like you know you can't keep calling me here here to you know, pray to gods and talk to gods because you don't believe in them. See, I thought she was a god. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't had think they trouble, uh, I had a lot of trouble working with, uh, with Daedalus because I had, uh, I was a big fan of the Hercules cartoon. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, back in the, 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 the before time. And, uh, and Daedalus on that looked a lot like Gargamel. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, th- this uh, doesn't. <laughs> and the only centaur that we have in this movie is a uh, technical monstrosity that does not at any point say "herk herk." No, no, it's no, it's very true, herk, herk. which is a shame. Toot. <laughs> I I actually thought having the mythological characters as huge robots actually was kind of a neat modification on the legend, but. I, I do not understand. There's like no creatures that are mythological, mythological creatures in this. It's like you say, everything's a robot. Well, no, I, you, I you have the me. Cyclops at the end, which is the okay. big robot dude, and you have the Hydra. Still a robot. Is a yeah, but I mean, the, he had three heads, or it, it was the demon dog or whatever with the three heads. Cerberus. That was a Cerberus. robot dog. I, well, I don't no, know but, what the but big see, thing but it's was. the weirdest thing though because the Cerberus is the guardian of the underworld, but they call it in the movie they call it the Hydra. Okay, that's the, that's the source of my confusion then. <laughs> so you're saying the source of your confusion for this movie came from this movie? Now, that's the first thing <laughs> I, I think yeah, said that's 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 been of this movie. I think the source of your confusion is the fact that they were confused about every part of the Hercules legend and didn't really try <laughs> to get it right. I appreciated the fact that all the women wore the skimpiest outfits. Uh, based on age for no apparent reason. Like Cersei yeah. goes to uh, a witch in like long robes and all of a sudden she's in the bath in a bathing suit once she becomes young and has to go on an adventure. It's like when did she change? Well there's not there's not a lot of uh, trivia in this movie, but one thing I can tell you in trivia is the original script had a lot more sex and violence in it. And Lou Ferrigno showed up at the producer's office took the script, threw it in the garbage, told him what he thought of it, and got a change to be more of a family film. So it still skirts that edge at a few times with some of those outfits. But, uh, yeah, it, it's not what it could have been. So it would have made sorry, it for a better he movie. Did, he did want it to have more sex, right? No, he did not. He wanted it to be he a family not. film. No, Lou okay, would not want that. I'm not blaming him for yeah. this movie. Now I'm yeah, upset oh, at both and Joseph Danning and Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> And Sybil Danning does the same thing. She thinks this movie would have been much better. She had, was quoted as saying, with the original script, with the sex and violence put in there. Plus in there, she had a, a sex scene with Lou Ferrigno, and she developed a crush on him during the course of this film. So uh, she was pretty pissed off that that got taken out. And in all honesty, I mean, Lou Ferrigno is a, is a wonderful man. He's a, he's a sweet guy. And... It's that's right. Our podcast sponsor, WTP, didn't they uh, on We Talk Podcasts? If you look up on, on that website, isn't there a guy? His name isn't Stan, but he sure sounds like you. A, a little bit, conducted, but not but, but not quite the same. So. That's that's right. No, this and, is a guy who sounds strangely like you, but uh, who uh, who interviewed him. I think they both sound strange. Well, yeah, I mean, undoubtedly, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is podcasting. We all sound strange. But no, and that's the thing, right? I mean, Lou, Lou, wonderful guy. But the problem 
being, uh, you know, he looks great for this kind of movie, but I think that, that you're of two camps. You know, there, there is that Lou Ferrigno hope of making this into that, like, big box office like, hero movie. And then there's actually the one that you had the budget for, which was really to make it, like, you know, a penthouse movie in a way, you know, and kind of make it Caligula and and toss in more sex and, and that kind of thing. So, it, you know, for our for that's our purposes, thing, right? it's a shame we didn't get the right one. Well, that's the thing. Uh, violence and, uh, and especially sex is the cheapest special effect there is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that you can put into a movie like this. And they didn't do it. A movie like this is, frankly... Uh, I mean, for a movie with so incredibly reliable or rely rely so heavily on its special effects, the special effects aren't good, and that's really what hurts it as a film. Now, as a uh, kung uh, or uh, a uh, cult film showdown film, that's a whole other matter, right? It's we do not score this on objective quality. No, and 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 I mean, what really sucks is the fact that they've dubbed out. Lou Ferrigno's voice. So, well, I mean, you his, don't even get that. impediment, especially back then, was much worse than it is now. And, and it, it, you know, uh, they didn't do a bad job as that. No, like, but I looked forward to hearing Lou in his Lou voice actually say those lines, and then it was like, mm, no, don't do that. <laughs> well, he didn't like, know they were going to I, I know that. they made the excuse of his speech impediment, but this is, this is an Italian film. They never use the actors' real voices. It's all ADR afterward. Oh, uh, Sybil Danny's real voice. cast don't speak the same language, so the, they film it without sound. I don't think this is filmed without sound. I don't think so, but but I mean, yeah. hey, you know, it was I mean, common practice in Italian cinema, though. Oh, perhaps, but I, I'm pretty sure this was not filmed without sound. Yeah, I mean, it could have, who knows? It could have been, but. Uh, Whatever. He's he's as as far as from looking it up, he's the only character they talk about being ADR'd. So who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Have to talk about any of the craziness of the actual film. Well, we're talking about the production, but what about the actual film? What did you guys learn from Hercules? I learned that uh, that Hercules uh, made the constellation Ursa Major. By throwing a bear into space. <laughs> that wasn't something I knew. You know what I learned? I learned that fucking clean space shouldn't be going after, after you know, the Operation Jeep or whatever. They should be going after Hercules because he kept tossing everything into space. Did, yeah. Tossed a bear into space, kept tossing, like, you know, logs into space. I mean, he's way worse for space than, uh, than, than you know, the space jeep. Oh, yeah, it's starting to run out of space in space thanks to him. Yeah. That's why 2,000 years later, clean space has got to put a stop to it. Yep. I hope everyone listens to these episodes in order. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if you haven't, no, we've talked about about Panther Squad again, so people should go back and listen. Yeah, yeah, it's like a crossover. Yep. So what else did you guys learn? I mean, I learned that... What did you uh, learn there? I, I I learned I knew a whole lot less about the Hercules legend than I did a couple hours before I watched this movie. <laughs> I learned the filmmakers knew a lot less about the uh, Hercules <laughs> legend than they than the you you did from watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I learned that uh, that uh, back in the sword and sandal age, um, that didn't mean that there weren't lasers and swords. Yeah, yep. I mean, there's there's lots to learn from this film. It's a really uh, it's important. Joseph Campbell. <laughs> it's all laser swords. <laughs> this is the same guy who wrote Who Goes There? Joseph W. Campbell? Is that a different guy? I think that'll be a different guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the the Joseph Campbell I'm referring to was a, a, a mythology PhD who uh, influenced George Lucas. So I don't know who the guy is you're talking about. And uh, also he wrote, the he wrote the thing from another world that <laughs> went on to become the thing from another world and the yeah. thing. Yeah, totally not that one. Totally not that one. No. Okay. Joseph Campbell of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> you know, like like inspired that story as well. Yes. Yeah. People want to know more about Joseph Campbell, so let's uh, switch the conversation over to that some more. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> 
Perfect. The hero's journey. Okay. So. Ah, the hero's journey. Yes. Okay. Now I'm, ah, I'm understanding. Ah, bastard. Okay. Um, I don't know if we have anything else to say that's going to be of particularly germane until we get to um, scoring. Well, let's get to that then. Yeah, Joe, Joseph Conrad. Oh, Conrad, yeah, jeez. Oh, yeah, boy, oh, boy. (laughs) See, now, now, I mean, it's obviously way too... uh... All right. We're accidentally forgetting stuff now. We're not as smart as we think we are. Hercules has done the opposite of teaching us things. It just made us forget things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm completely lost. (laughs) I don't know. All right. In our search for the ultimate B-movie... We rate each film in five categories, none of which are objective quality and none of which are loyalty to Greek myth. The first category is called schlock appeal, and we start with Stan. It's an interesting case in this movie because there's some moments that I really did enjoy it, like where where there's some heavy schlock, where there's some real action, where there's you know just a good-looking attempt at a movie. The problem I found was that it's really too long for that like it, it just seemed like the constant throwing in of of these quests to do you know probably could have done with about three less of them really but i think that they really you know kind of tried to give you that over the top action movie they just were a little bit not good at it in this case which is kind of weird for canon but um i'm going to go with the six um, yeah, this is sort of a case of the sum being greater, th- the sum being less than the, the sum of its parts. I mean, this movie should have been schlocky as hell, and it's all there in little pieces, but somehow it doesn't add up to a whole lot of schlock. I mean, you got Lou Ferrigno, you got sword and sandals, you got monsters, you got stop motion animation, you got robots, but watching it and it doesn't make any sense and i'm spending the entire movie trying to figure out okay we we have cersei on the isle of lesbos but she doesn't she falls in love with hercules and her Hera doesn't like her hercules but he's not zeus's son i just got confused and it didn't feel like schlock, I should just be able to roll with it, and I couldn't roll with any of this movie. Um, it's a sword and sandal movie, and uh, Lou Ferrigno looks the part as Hercules. He physically he looks more like Hercules than any Hercules I've ever seen. Um, so I, I'll go up to a six. It should have been a twelve, but it's only a six. Uh, I'll agree. The film is too long with, with Stan. Like uh, first half hour, I'm loving it, you know, about halfway through <laughs> I'm, I'm liking it. And then I start to get bored and bored and bored as, as it goes on. So How's I, it, he's fighting a Phoenix with a sword <laughs> and you get bored. How does that happen? I don't know, man. I just but did. I think it's because I think it's because it's all kind of the same. All the fights, all the like. There's never any, any. Uh, I never. Th- there's never any, any doubt that he's going to win or anything like that. Like it just, it's just, it's and it's structured so, so weird in that way. And then it's just kind of the same sequences that feel the same over and over again. So I don't know, man. I, I, I just got bored as it, as it went on. Now that said, I'm not really the at this point in my life the. Um, the target audience for this film, the target audience for this film would have been like eight year old, eight year old me and eight year old me would have loved this film back in the day. In fact, I'm not even so sure I didn't see this film and love it back in the day, to be honest with you. I, I can't really recall, but I'm, I'm pretty sure like as far as that, I think it has appealed to the target audience and especially back in the era when it was made. And I do think it's super schlocky because they just didn't have the budget to pull off things, but they just did it anyways. And that causes a level of schlock. So uh, I'm giving it a seven. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think the parts are there. I think the, I think the, uh, yeah, I usually go by the, by the 
you know, the uh, the water cooler idea of like, what'd you watch last night? I watched uh, Lou Ferrigno as Hercules. Well, that seems wacky. That seems like a seems like it'd be a lot of fun. So uh, six is all I'm gonna give it though. More heart than budget. Uh, re- uh, the budget I found was 2.5 million in 1983. Okay. I found six million. So <laughs> as usual, we do not have a consensus, but somewhere between six million and 2.5. Yes, uh, um, I think the thing about the budget, and and actually, I, I'll say that I was, I won't say that I was impressed with the special effects because that would be going too far. But what I will say is that <laughs> is that I, I was impressed with the way that they really tried with everything. Like even though they they had this ridiculous script to work with, even though they had you know these these really awful special effects, I love the fact that they just put everything out there and they did truly try to jam everything and the kitchen sink into this movie. And so you know, and Lou Ferrigno, I mean, I I really enjoyed his performance and I enjoyed like everybody else's performance. So I think that there's a lot to like about this movie from this regard, so I'm going to go with a seven. Now, for me, Heart is where this film fails. Um, I didn't find any of the performances particularly memorable. I actually was operating under under the assumption Lou Ferrigno uh, didn't completely have the script memorized. They were just sort of going, go over there, lift a rock, say four words, we'll dub it in afterward. Um I, I, I didn't get the sense anyone really knew what was going on, and even watching the film, I didn't know what was going on. Um, I think they had too much money. This is sort of a fix-it-in-post type movie. They just kept shooting and shooting, and they had enough money afterward to sort of cobble together something that looks like a movie but is not a movie. I can only give it a three. Wow, I love the Nick's problem with this movie is that Hercules didn't stick close enough to the continent. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, um, but uh, if they had created a believable world, I wouldn't get on them about it, but they didn't. <laughs> you're asking... I, I, is, I love that about do, it. Do you realize what show you're on? Do you realize that this is the cult <laughs> film showdown? I'd like to suggest that a believable world is not available to us at all. Yeah, but I, I mean, I should be entertained by it, and I wasn't. Uh, well, that's interesting. You know, I uh, <laughs> I think that, like, there's a scene in there where we talk about it already. He fights a grizzly, and they clearly don't have the money to make a good grizzly suit. So they, they try and hide it with the quick cuts and with stealing actual scenes of the grizzly from the, from the 1976 Jaws in the Woods ripoff grizzly. Awesome movie. Yeah. Jaws awesome. with Paws. Yeah, Jaws with Paws is a good movie. It's an awesome movie. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there. In fact, I remember when we were doing, I did the not, don't go in the woods, don't go in the water. That was going to be my in the woods movie. Um, now I've been totally thrown off guard by that. But anyways, so or not off guard, but off track. But anyways, the point being that, that they don't have the they do everything they can to hide how bad the bear suit is. They took the effort to do that, but they still put the bear suit in there and you can still tell how terrible it is. There's so a lot of continuity errors and little things in this movie where it's like they tried, but they don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I appreciate how much effort there is for only 2.5 million to 6 million to try and do a movie with this level of special effects that you clearly cannot pull off. What an effort. I, I got an eight on this. <laughs> I, I won't be quite as charitable, but I do think that uh, I do think they stretch their bucks. Uh, I got a, I got to hand it to the costume designers who, uh, despite the the drive to a family movie uh, kept uh, uh, kept Cassiopeia in a small uh, seashell um, <laughs> bra for a goodly chunk of the movie, mm. so uh, that I it it enheartened me. Uh, six is what I got though. If Lou Ferrigno got himself in the best shape of his life, and that's saying something. Yeah, he was <laughs> in amazing shape. He was he got himself in incredible shape for this film. He 
he cared enough to do that. That's for damn sure. Uh, what the fuck moments? I mean, yeah, it's a it's a really interesting thing because there's there's a lot of moments. I mean, you talk about the bear suit. I mean, and, and yeah, it's a bad bear suit, but you know the the way they tried to cover it up. Like, I actually forgive a lot of the moments because they swung for the fences so many times, and and so so I think that what the fuck is a little bit lacking to a certain degree for me for that. Now there's a couple of moments that I, that I did notice, like one that was just so <laughs> egregious was the waterfall as, as you know, Hercules's boat is about to go over the waterfall. And like, you can tell that it's this like boat that's kind of superimposed over top of the water. And then the hand that comes out and grabs the boat is the, maybe the single <laughs> worst special effect in the universe. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. So that right there, that's like, oh, you know, you maybe could have just cut that whole scene out. Maybe that just would have been the best, the best thing. Just like happened to Moses. <laughs> just like happened to Moses. And, uh, and then my, my favorite part of the whole movie was the part where, where he's, he's with, uh, Cersei and, and the, or, or I, no, the, sorry, it's, uh, it's Daedalus and King Minos, and she's talking about how she has this beast that is going to fire cosmic rays at him, and all I could think of in my head was, oh, this is so sweet. Cosmic rays are going to blast Hercules, turning him into the Incredible Hulk. It was just like, that was really, that was kind of what I wanted. That was like, that was like, I know it's not gamma rays, but at least it's, it's like, let, let's. Hey, at least could have coded him into the thing. Yeah, that, that's right. Some kind of, uh, some kind of thing. But, uh, honestly, I mean, it, it's a fun movie and there's, there is some what the fucks, but I'm not as big on it as I think, uh, you know, maybe other people will be a five for me. Um, yeah, I mean, once again, we're in that genre that, you know, it's sword and sandal. It's supposed to be over the top. It's supposed to be stupid. It's supposed to be cheesy. And most of the stuff that is just doesn't make sense and like that is not supposed to. I mean, him throwing a rock to power the chariot to fly to Atlantis doesn't make any freaking sense whatsoever. That's not how anything works. Um, he threw a lot of rocks. Yeah, he threw a lot of rocks. And, you know, there's a lot of water management with, like, aqueducts and stuff that, uh, <laughs> which time could have been spent fighting lions. Um, yeah, uh, but is it what the fuck when it's sword and sandal and most of it's on purpose and can be, I mean, sure, there's the bad special effects. But that can just be explained away with Golden Globus uh, producing this su sucker. Um, yeah, so I can't go over the top. And considering the amount of wacky shit in this movie, it should be over the top. But I can't. It's it's a six. Mm. Yeah, we're we're kind of all along the same lines here. Where sh we feel like this film should have had more WTF than it does. This I also got my favorite film of all time, and isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a, I got a six on this as well. I mean, and it's, it's not that it, they aren't there. It's that there's nothing that's huge. It's all a bunch of small ones. Now, my, my, I mean, I do love the, the end when they're supposed to be like lava and instead it's just clearly a waterfall and they change the color with a bunch of like rainbow color for some reason there. And, and, uh, you know, that was just funny to me and, and different things. But my favorite WTF and it's really, really quick. So you guys might not have noticed, but, it's when there's a the baby well okay there's the there's the part where he's turning a wheel walking turning a wheel that's right out of conan literally that's a scene that's like right out of conan and, and this movie would not have existed without conan I, I thought that was a wtf but my the biggest one like i say he's a he's a baby and he's attacked by these two snakes mm. and in order to kill the snakes they have a close up of him choking the snakes and not only from the size of the hands is it clearly those of an adult man, not a baby, but they couldn't even bother to not find a guy with a wrist tattoo. 
So <laughs> it's a quick, quick cut. It's only in there for a second, but there's some adult, adult hands. The guy has a wrist tattoo on that the baby doesn't certainly not have. Um, <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Uh, so a uh, six. That's awesome. All right, I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna have to go back and look for that because that's that's good fun. Uh, I think. Uh, I, I think he he throws a bear into space and it makes Ursa major. And then he throws a log into space, and I, honest to God, had a moment of like, what constellation is a log? <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> like, is that, is that going to be a – no, no, it's just thrown into space. Is that and the then, worst uh, song, by the way? Because, I mean, if he can throw things into space and that thing gives him an even fight, I mean, what is going yeah. on there? His, yeah, his his uh, his comparable power is just like all over the place in the film. Um, he throws himself into space. I thought that was pretty cool. Where he like, you know threw the because because then I started thinking like I mean rule of three you gotta you gotta have a third thing you throw into space and like sort of himself. But the I mean the Ursa Major thing didn't pay off. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't don't expect too much. Uh, the, uh, we, we mentioned the Hydra. So uh, Daedalus has these three mechanical monsters that uh, they're really tiny when they're looking at them. And she says, well, don't worry about it. Like when they hit Earth's atmosphere, they grow really big. And he's like, all right, sounds fair enough. And uh, it, it, they're, they're probably looking at the actual miniatures that are then used for the stop, uh, stop motion. And uh, so the third one being the three-headed Hydra uh, right before he like finds Cassiopeia. But what's weird <laughs> is that right before he sees the Hydra, uh, uh, Hera, uh, not, uh, who's the, who's the, the, uh, Cersei. 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 Cersei tells him, you're about to fight the Hydra. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's that the thing that didn't exist until like partway through this movie. Well, and that's why it's so confusing because it's just like, and, and like we talked about earlier, that's, Cerberus's domain. So the idea that that it's just like suddenly she knows that you're supposed to face the Hydra, and so I just assumed, oh, he's going to face the real Hydra, and then he's actually going to have to face the mechanical, like you know, King Ghidorah Hydra, you know, like, yeah. and then it's just like, um, so yeah, it was case, yeah, yeah. Mecha Hydra, yeah, and <laughs> Mecha Hydra. Like, <laughs> I. I, I got to give uh, some extra uh, WTF props to uh, to Jack, who said the best part was the first half hour, and it takes 20 minutes to introduce Luke's Rigo. <laughs> <laughs> that it it is amazing the the whole like. And in the beginning, there was stuff. I think it's because that reminded me so much of Superman, and, it's fair. and, and so, I think that movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that. that I mean, Superman takes, I mean, Superman's like a four hour long movie or something. So it takes like 45 minutes or something to get to, uh, Earth. to get to Superman. Yeah. Um, the, but I would have given this a five. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing at a seven because when, when Zeus says he's going to create, uh, Hercules, he says, I'm going to make him stronger and more intelligent than all men. <laughs> and all I could think is like that line was written because Lou Ferrigno said, <laughs> despite the fact there will be nothing in the film to reflect that he's the smartest of all men. <laughs> Not a single time is he required to use his intellect to solve a problem. <laughs> and Good typically point. avoids it. <laughs> they, they, Zeus makes a point that he will be more intelligent than all of the men. No, no. He figured out the Sturgeon sta sta stables. He did figure that out. He was that's, intelligent that's, enough to figure that which out. Which is amazing given that, like, the the drop on that, like, he threw two rocks into it, and the drop on that was, like, hundreds of feet. And the, those two rocks managed to get the get the water to come up over the, uh, 
over there. So I mean, I mean you, you, know. you gotta you gotta respect that one because it's the one bit of real Hercules. Oh, stuff. I know, and that's <laughs> and that's exactly it, right? Where it's just like you've got the one bit in there, and and it's like okay, you know. You're, I, I did. I did have a moment at the start of that where he's like, "You got to clean out the stables. There's a thousand horses," and I'm like, "Is is this gonna? Am I gonna get five minutes of Hercules really <laughs> like quickly shoveling poop?" That's actually that's kind of what of I was thinking too. Yeah, that's a couple of, next couple of minutes of the movie for me. Yeah, uh, the Benny Hill theme and like fast motion. Seven for me, memorable moments. I think I will remember Lou Ferrigno and how Jackie look uh, looked. As far as as far as the actual movie goes, I think that when it comes down to like memorable aspects, I think that I'm. It's really going to be the fact that I'll see Hercules and think, oh, I remember that having not a lot to do with Hercules. That's that's about what my takeaway from this is. Um, probably. If, Four? Three. 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 Um, yeah, I'm going with the three, too. Um, uh, just because I'm curious about it, I'm going to watch uh, the other film that's filmed back-to-back with this, uh, The Seven Magnificent uh, Gladiators, Sinbad, and the sequel to this probably this week. And There's a sequel to this? There yeah, is indeed, the Adventures yeah. of Hercules. Yeah. Adventures of it Hercules was filmed or, without or Hercules too for no knowing though. Just just like deleted scenes from this one. No, no. It's uh Golden Globus told the director of this film that he needed some pickup shots for the last film they shot with <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. They got three scenes uh with Lou Ferrigno and then Golden Globes came back to that director and went, you know, these scenes are too bit good to put in that movie. Why don't you just link it up and we'll make another Hercules film? Lou Ferrigno did not know he was Hercules in that film. <laughs> I love those two. Those two scam artists were the greatest. Um, but I can honestly say after I watch those three films, I will not be able to latch on to a moment that happened in this film and distinguished from all the others. So, yeah, three. It's remarkable to me that Nick spends the whole time going, I did not enjoy this. So I'm going to watch the other film that's filmed at the same time with the same cast, and I'm going to watch the sequel. I believe shows their breasts in one of them. Well, it's not the seven gladiators she doesn't. That's also a PG film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to get some breasts and Lou Ferrigno in the same scene, man. <laughs> well, you, see, you can see I'm Lou Ferrigno yeah. all the damn day. Not this. I'm telling you, family, he, he won family-friendly stuff, but, but it's just hilarious to me. But, hey, I respect that about you. You're a completionist, Nick. I, right. I respect the hell out of that. Eventually, um, and as they said, I should have loved this film. And also PG. It had all the elements. and uh, Yeah. I'll give it to you. So when I think of Hercules, even before I've seen this, because I might have seen this as a child, but I'm not sure. I definitely saw the box cover a billion times at the video store and everything. Um, when I think of Hercules, I've, I've always thought of Lou Ferrigno. Like, I, like, that's my image. It's not the Marvel Hercules. It's certainly not the rock. It's not even the cartoon, even though I was a fan of that as well. Um, it, it's Lou Ferrigno. And of all the people ever cast as Hercules, he's the most Hercules of all of them, I think. He's, he's ideal. So he's such an iconic image as this character to me that I'm going to give this a six. The, despite the fact there's nothing else, the fact that he is my Hercules, so to speak, uh, is enough for me to give it a, a fair score. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I think uh, uh, he, I, I get you that uh, – He's he's the most Hercules of Herculeses. Um, I, growing up, I had seen Hercules Goes Bananas, which has uh, you know Schwarzenegger as Hercules, and this is still more Hercules uh, in my head, um, despite not having even known that that this movie existed until we were coming into the season. Uh, I I also am in the you know look at the car accident while you drive by kind of way interested in Adventures of Hercules, <laughs> at least <laughs> at least skimming it. Uh, 
but uh, I, I think the detail stuff is uh, is not going to stick. Uh, four for me. Karay's concept. I think the idea that you put a Hercules movie together that had a wealth of source material and you essentially avoided it completely <laughs> to tell <laughs> you know a story <laughs> you know just just of random things that you that you just decided to mash together um you know i think that in and of itself is crazy the fact that you the fact that for Lou Ferrigno you were willing to toss away a script of what you wanted to do and and attempt a family friendly movie. I think that's a crazy concept. So I think I'm going to go with an eight. Yeah, the the concept on this is kind of crazy. I mean, I can honestly say I think Golden Globus kind of wanted uh, this movie to do for what sort do for sword and sandal movies what Star Wars did with Flash, the Flash Gordon serial. You know, they wanted to update it and make it new and spacey and awesome and a classic for all ages. And they were Golden Globus, and this happened. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's friggin' nuts to try this, and it's even more friggin' nuts to all of a sudden go, you know what? We're going to make this a family film. Um, yeah, seven, seven is the right score. Um, it is Golem and Globus and Canon Films trying to capture the popular in on the popularity of another genre, another film that's already come out of Conan. I mean, the fact that they didn't know what they're doing is because they're completely, you know, that's Canon. (laughs) You know, the the fact that they didn't use any source material, (laughs) that's Canon. You know, Uh, it's Canon Films, man. Like it's 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 a complete ripoff with no with of of a billion other things. Um, so it, that makes it kind of crazy. But on the other hand, it's totally generic and it's it, at its heart at its at its goal and, and what it was trying to be and do. So I got a six on this. Uh, this this uh, this makes me the outlier in this uh, in this one. I was not expecting uh, this kind of difference, but. Uh, as I mentioned in, in memorable moments, uh, not knowing that there was a Hercules movie starring Lou Ferrigno, I just assumed that there was a Hercules movie starring Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> uh, it was perhaps the most obvious thing that you could think of when you looked at the guy. You're like, hey, that guy acts. I bet you we should do Hercules with him. Uh, so uh, nothing else uh, pushes it out of that for me. Uh, two. All right. And uh, we... Do punish films for being over 95 minutes, which this movie is 98 minutes is the runtime. So it gets a minus one to its final score and it gets a 55 out of 100, which puts it dead even with dead end drive in and right behind Equalizer 2000. I think a season will get better from here, though. I think we've gotten our two weakest films out of the way. I guess we will find out. I actually don't know what the next film is. Neither do I, but I have my fingers crossed for a chained heat. Howling 2 is our next film. Ooh, that two. one's a good tune. That one, two. the German title is uh, 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 The Howling 2, I believe, something bitch. Um, yeah. yeah, it's also uh, your your sister is a werewolf. I think is the other. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the subtitle to it. Yes, I mean either way, it's I mean it's fantastic because it was shot as an art film. So it's like oh. I, I look forward to that part. It does sure. suck that I'm going to have to watch the Howling first, so I know what's going on. In this. <laughs> sure you are, sure you are. Yes, you, you want Nick? Can you uh, can you in the meantime do a summary of Howling One so that we don't have to watch it? <laughs> I, I like to howl- watch it. And no, those transformation sequences are remembering the howling are really long. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Jim, how about some business? All right. Uh, well, we at the Cult Film Showdown have launched a Patreon. 
that you can go there. You can find out uh, how to support us. Uh, we like money. Uh, that's uh, going to keep the lights on here at the Cult Film Showdown. Keep us looking for the ultimate B movie. Uh, we're going to search as long as we can possibly can. And uh, we are also on Instagram at Cult Film Showdown. And we are sponsored by WeTalkPodcast.com, the home of the Octagon. And they have Facebook and they have a Twitter. And we are also on YouTube at Cult Film Showdown. Yeah, it's 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 a compound, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like the Omega Cop compound, you know. <laughs> That's right. Every, we just imagine that Adam West is waiting, <laughs> waiting to, <laughs> waiting to, to let us, us. Yes. judge us. I wish I remembered Omega Cop at all. Fifteen <laughs> seasons, man. It's starting to run together. Fifteen seasons. Over a hundred films now in our series. Wow, it is it is a lot a lot of movies that are that we're trying to cram into our heads. It's a good thing we have Nick to help us up with that. At least Ninja Three: The Domination is still fresh in my head. Well, it's still the best. All right. Well, season 15 carries on, of course, with Howling to your sister, my sister. Somebody's sister is a werewolf, and, uh, and and I look forward to it. Sybil Danning, I always look forward to as well. So, unless anybody has anything else to say, I say we wrap up and uh, go to some Howling. Perfect. All right. So, for Jim and for Jack and for Nick, I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and thanks for listening to the Cult Film Showdown. <laughs> From the depths of space comes the strongest man on Earth in the Super Adventure Odyssey. Hercules. The incredible Lou Ferrigno is Hercules. In a battle with unearthly creatures, Hercules, the superhuman hero with the strength of an army. Hercules facing love and the bewitching forces of evil. Hercules, the all-new adventure. Hercules, a mythic flight of the imagination. Legend comes alive. The incredible Lou Ferrigno is Hercules. A Golan Globus production from the Cannon Group.